0: This is Bustin' Loose in Faith with none other than Apostle Dudley Tebow and Prophetess Lisa Tebow. Welcome, welcome, welcome to a broadcast that brings you word and encouragement for your soul. We want you to remember that you don't have no worries. All you need is faith in God. Bustin' Loose and Faith airs Tuesdays and Fridays at 6 p.m. Central Time. Now, without further ado, let's get into this broadcast. And
1: may God bless you.
2: Praise the Lord, praise the Lord, praise the Lord. God is good and worthy to be praised, all praise, all glory, all honor belongs to Him this day and forevermore. Oh Heavenly Father, as we approach the throne of grace, we come to your home and our subnee thy mighty hand today. Just a thank you and praising you for your mercy, your grace, and your love. Just a thank you and praising you for who you are, that you are God and besides the there is no other than worship in spirit and in truth. We are so grateful and thankful to be here in the land of the living. We are so grateful and thankful to be on top of the ground, the ground not on top of us. My precious Father, as we get out of the way, that you may have your way here to Anoint these lips with clay, precious Father. Have me behind Calvary's cross. crown my head with wisdom, knowledge, and understanding. In the name of Jesus, look upon me with grace, mercy, and love. Deep down in my heart, deep down within my soul. If that's his sin, that's so be sent, I just shake it off. I put it in the seal of forgiveness. Hallelujah. Put it in the seal of forgiveness. Hallelujah. In the name of Jesus, never to remember it anymore. In Jesus' precious and holy name, call us with the blood, the blood of Jesus this, this night. In the name of Jesus. So, oh, precious Father, we up all technical difficulties. Anything that will try to hinder the word of God from going forth. As people's heart to receive thy word in spirit. And in truth. We bind up the devil and every demon force, anything that'll try to hinder the word of God from going forth here tonight. In Jesus' name we pray. And Father will give you the praise, the glory, and the honor. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen and amen. What blessed God is Apostle Buddy the prophet is Lisa T comes come to you tonight in that name that's above every other name, and that is the name of Jesus. If you have a Bible man, I would like you to open it up to the book of Matthew, the book of Matthew, chapter 6. We'll be looking at verse 33 and 34. And we're also going to be looking at Matthew chapter 10, verse 39, through, 38 through 39. And the word of God reads in Matthew chapter 6, verse 33 and 34. But seek you first the kingdom of God. And his righteousness and all these things shall be added unto you. Take therefore no thought for the morrow, for the morrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient
3: unto the day is the evil or the trouble thereof. In Matthew chapter ten, verses thirty eight and thirty nine. And the word of God reads, and he that taketh not his cross and followed after me
2: is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake shall
3: find it. This is the word of God, the people of God, may the Lord have a blessing to the hearers and the doers of his word. Brothers and sisters in Christ,
2: all those that are listening tonight and those that will be listening at a later date, we thank God for the privilege and the honor to be able to speak here tonight. We thank God through the use of the Internet that we may be preaching and teaching on a local level, but we are reaching on a global level. So we thank God for that door that has opened up for us All these years, and God continues to bless us.
3: Hallelujah! And we
2: are grateful. We thank God that even through this pandemic, God is still in the blessing business. He's still in the soul saving business. He's still in the miracle working business. God is still alive and well. He sits high, but he looks low. He knows us all by name, the very hairs on our head. And but we should be grateful and thankful that God sees that
3: we still here
2: in the land
3: of the living. Hallelujah. Just the next few minutes, amen. I want to talk about put God first and you'll never be last. Put God first in your life and you'll never be last. Brothers and sisters in Christ, believers of Christ. Child of God. Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6 says, Trust in the Lord with all your heart and lean not unto your own understanding. In all thy ways acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Here in the book of Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33, again it says, Seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Well, this is talking mainly to born-again believers, those that give their life to Christ and live in a walk that is pleasing in God's eyesight. But first thing, first. In other words, put God as priority. In your life again, it says, Continuation with the book of Matthew, chapter 10, verse
1: 38 and 39
3: And he that taketh not his cross and followeth after me, this is Jesus speaking, is not worthy of me. He that findeth his life shall lose it, and he that loses his life for my sake. For Jesus' sake, shall find it. You know, the grass may live, the flower may fade, but the word of God will abide forever and ever. So God wants us to put him first in our lives. Put him first, and you'll never be last. In other words, if we do God's business, and we have him as priority, in our lives. We don't have to be concerned. Or worry. Or worry about anything. Because if we are busy during God's business. And we focus on things above. And not on things beneath. On this earth. Our heart. Is in tune with the spirit. Of God. As him being first in our life. Where God leads, where God guides, he shall provide. Putting God first is the emphasis here tonight. Putting God first. When you put God first, in everything, everything else will fall in place. Brothers and sisters and Christ, all those that are listening, to truly put God first, You have to let go of what others think and follow your heart, putting God first in everything. You do this by allowing the Spirit of the Lord to have full control of your life. Putting God first in everything you do is of the utmost importance in order to gain spiritual growth and discipline. You see, when you, as a believer of Christ, put God first in your life, you accept the fact and you accept his direction for your life. In the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11, the word of God says, for I know the thoughts that I think towards you, says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. I'm going to say that again because it's better to be repeated. You can find this in the book of Jeremiah, the 29th chapter, verse 11. It says, For I know the thoughts that I think towards you. Says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Put God first, and again, brothers and sisters in Christ, all those that are listening, in, put God first, and you'll never be last. Yes, God will. Take care of you. Believers of Christ, no wonder that despite despite our best laid out plans, we still fall short without putting God first. It says in his word that we can't do nothing without him. God has to be in full control. He has to be the pilot, he has to be the leader that leads God and directs in us our, in our lives. See, the word of God says there's a way that seems right unto a man. But the end thereof is the way of death or the way of destruction. Put God first and you'll never be last. Believers of Christ, here in the book of Philippians chapter 2, verse 13, the word says, For it is God, which worketh in you, both to will and to do, of his good pleasure. Put God first, and you'll never be last. Prioritizing. God, in our lives, should be first on our duty. Not our house, not our car, not our jobs, or even our man. Only God should be first. Because if you put him first, everything else will fall in place. As a matter of fact, hallelujah. Thank you, Jesus. God is a good God. When you put God first, you will never be last in anything. Why? The question may be asked, why? Well, I'll stop by to give you the answer. Because, again, we are reminded in the book of Matthew 6, verses 32 through 34. It says, For after all these things do the Gentiles seek. For your heavenly Father knoweth that you have need of all these things. These things are pertaining to a shelter over your head, a place to live, a residence, to call home, for food to be on the table in order to eat, for for sufficient amount of finances to be put in our hands to take care of our immediate needs, such as electric bills and, and other things that we may have bought and still own. But the secret is As a believer of Christ, a child of God, here in Matthew six thirty three, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God. Notice it didn't say second, third, fourth, fifth. No, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God, and which is the conjunction. And his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. You see, God is saying that we do our part, and we stand in faith and in obedience towards Him and His word. Eventually, we'll get what He has for us. The Bible says in First Samuel fifteen. Twenty-two because of the verse, to obey is better than sacrifice, and to hearken than the fat of the rams. Here it goes a little further in verse thirty-four of Matthew six. It says, "Take therefore no thought for tomorrow, because today is the day of salvation. Today is God's day." God has granted you mercy and grace to see this day. This day has trouble of its own. So that's why we can't be concerned about tomorrow because we're not promised to be here. We're not promised all we can do is take one day at a time and thank God for this day. So take, therefore, no thought. For tomorrow, for tomorrow shall take thought for the things of itself. Sufficient on this day is the evil or the trouble thereof. Yes? In the times that we are living in, midday here on earth will be filled with trouble. Bless our mind, let you know that trouble has an expiration date. Trouble will be done away with. But why are we here on this earth? Why are we here in this place? Why are we here in 2020? Will we face with trouble? So we have to let the word of God be the standard for our living. Yes? The word of God don't change. The word of God is settled. It's settled because the Bible says, "Heaven and earth shall pass away, but God's word will abide forever and ever." You see, the word of God has been tested. They've been tried. The word of God stood and still standing after centuries. The word of God will not change. The word of God is the standard, the manual that God have left for his children to live a righteous, holy, and fruitful life. Yes, if we put God first, put God first in everything, and you will never be last. Child of God, when we put God first in our lives, again, we accept his direction. Giving God the first priority, enables us to experience peace in our lives. That peace that passes all understanding. That godly peace. You see, nothing can compare to the perfect peace that God alone can provide, yes, the peace of God that passes human understanding, indeed we are living in a time where we where we need god's peace, we need that peace that passes all understanding. We need that peace during troubled times. We need that peace during a time of darkness, a time of where the earth is the can, a time when times that we are living in, where every foundation this ours is being shaken, from the White House to your house and mine, and the truth be told, even in the church house. So we need God's peace in order to, in order for our lives to be stabilized, in order for us to walk that walk and talk the talk, in order for our video to line up with our audio. We need the peace of God because his peace can help us to bear the negative or the negativity all around us. So let the word of God be the standard for our, our lives. Put God first, and you'll never
4: be last.
3: Child of God, when we put God first
4: in our lives,
3: again, we accept this direction. We give God the first priority to enable us to experience his peace in our lives. You see, nothing can be compared to the perfect peace that God alone can provide. Putting God first, it comes with his perfect peace because he is our peace. Child of God went. We allow God's peace to cover us as we trust him to take priority in our lives. Here the Bible says in Philippians chapter 4, verse 7, And the peace of God, which passes all in the same, shall keep your hearts and minds through Christ Jesus, our Lord and Savior. Yes, God's peace. You can't put a price on it. God's peace. You can't. It has to be in your life. When you allow God to take full control, commit your life totally complete in his hands, he knows how to keep us in perfect peace. As we keep our minds upon him. Also here in the book of Isaiah, chapter 26, verse 3, talking about the peace of God. You keep him in perfect peace when your mind is stayed on him. Because God' trust is in you. Yes, you keep him in perfect peace. God keeps us in perfect peace, whose mind is on him. Because God is. God trust is in us. So people of God, when we put God first in our lives, we are surrendering to him for guidance, for protection, for provision. Hallelujah. We are trusting God's authority and direction. You see, God's guidance is a great blessing of putting him first as priority in our lives. You see, God, the creator of all things, the only one that knows where our path should go. Yes, God is the creator of heaven and earth and of all mankind. And he is the sustainer of all things. With him, everything would fall apart. Without him, everything would fall apart. But God is a God of order. He has everything in control. He is the only one that knows where our path should go. You see, when we put God first, his guidance is a benefit that is incomparable to what we can do. But what we cannot do for ourselves. Yes, God is good and worthy to be praised. Just a reminder, in Proverbs 3, verse 5 and 6, again, it says, trust in the Lord. In other words, rely on him with all your heart and do not lean. Unto your own understanding. In all of your ways, acknowledge him and he shall direct your path. Another major benefit of putting God first in our lives is wisdom. Putting God first and you'll never be last. Believers of Christ, the Lord of wisdom and eager and willing to restore to give his wisdom to us as his children and to all who act here in the book in the book of James chapter 1 verse 5 it says if any of you lacks wisdom let him ask God who gives generously to all without reproach, and it will be given unto him. For the Lord gives wisdom, and from his mouth, knowledge and understanding. Just put God first. Ask him for wisdom. When you get into a situation that you don't have any understanding understand it about Don't go to people. Go to God. Go to him in prayer. Get in your prayer closet. Have a little talk with him. And he will direct your path. Be, be sensitive to the leadership of the Holy Spirit. Let God speak to you and listen. Once he gives you the instruction in the area of wisdom, obey. Obey him. Don't don't try to figure it out. Don't try to. Uh, how do you? Turn? Don't try to to think about the situation. God knows this. He knows what it takes to get from point A to point B. He knows how to keep your focus on him. Every good and perfect gift comes from above, from the Father of variables. With him, there is no there is no change. God, if God says something, he'll back it up because he only his word above his name. That's the type of God that we serve. Brothers and sisters in Christ, all of those that are listening tonight, there is another benefit of putting God first. And it is his provision. Remember this where God guides, he will provide. So people of God when we when when we put God first as priority, as being first in our lives, he will bless our obedience and submission to him. I'm going to say that again because if you're listening tonight, I'll get a pen and pencil and I'll write this down. This is a nugget. When we put God first and and we're as priority, as putting him first in our lives, he will bless our obedience, and he will bless our submission to him. Yes, put in God first.
0: But nothing turned out right. Then the man. You know the world.
2: Jesus loves you because the Bible tells you so. That's the type of God that we serve. He loves us with an undying love. I want to thank God God right now for everyone that is listening in tonight. I want to thank God and pray and pray that God would bless you and
3: meet your each and every need, and that He would lead God and direct you. And that. I would say, I would try him, put him first as priority in your life. Because if you put God first, you'll never be last. You'll never run short. because if he is in full control, if God is in charge of your life, and you have fully committed yourself to him, you have fully committed everything. And you're in right standing with him. He promised to take care of all each and every need. Here in the book of Philippians chapter 4, verse 19, it says, and my God shall supply all every need according to his riches in glory by Christ Jesus. You see, those who seek the Lord shall lack nothing or no good things. Also, for a reminder, in the book of Jeremiah, chapter 29, verse 11, it says, that's why I know the thoughts that I think towards you says the Lord, thoughts of peace and not of evil, to give you a future and a hope. Another benefit for a child of God, for putting God first in your life, is comfort. When we as believers of Christ turn completely and give our lives totally to the Lord. and we put God's first in our lives, we will receive comfort and rest within our weary soul, knowing that we are secure in God's care. We'll go hand in hand what is perfect peace? Surely, we may step forward blindly, don't know which way it will lead. But our trust is always in the God that provides comfort, direction, gives us peace to move ahead. In the book of Matthew, chapter 11, verse 28, it says, this is Jesus speaking. He says, come to me, all of you who labor and are heavy laden. And I, Jesus, said, I will give you rest, brothers and sisters in Christ, in order to put God first in our lives We have to make A decision on our own We have to make a decision To do so And then to commit To the decision that we made That we made You see God will not Force, force us Or make us Choose him We have to do it With our own free will Put God first and you'll never be last. In the book, also in the book of Isaiah 43, verse 10, the word says, Ye are my witnesses, says the Lord, and my servant, whom I have chosen, that ye may know and believe me and understand that I am he before you before me, there was no God. For, him, and neither shall there be after
4: me. See,
3: God has no rival. God is God, all by Himself. That's why He don't need no matches. He's fire by Himself. So, believers of Christ. This can be only done possible by you as a child of God and determined to do so, or when you made the decision to do so. Again, for a reminder, there are incredible blessings for putting God first. In your life. But remember this always. It can't be done.
1: Only in our own
3: strength. No, we have to depend on God. In his strength. The Bible says, them that wait on the Lord. He shall renew our strength. We shall mount up with wings as eagles. We shall run and not be weary. We shall walk. And not faint. But take this to heart that the power of Jesus Christ in you will make a way for this to become possible. You see, if you only surrender, if you would only surrender to Him moment by moment, not today, not just today, But every day, 24-7, God is always looking, and his angels are always looking. So believers of Christ, make it your goal, your priority, to have a deep, intimate relationship with God. Put him first, and you'll never be last. Believers of Christ, people of God, many people miss out even in 2020 on receiving the blessings that God has planned for them simply because they did not put God first as priority in their lives. The question tonight. Those that are listening, and those that will be listening later date. The question is, for you is, what or who is first in your life? What or who is first in your life? First, part? I impart to God. Remember in the book of Exodus, it says, the first commandment that God says, you shall not have no other gods before me. Clearly, God wants to be ahead, to be ahead of everything else in your life. God wants to be your number one priority. Putting God first in everything, you do so by your own determination. It is
1: of the uttermost
3: importance in order to gain spiritual growth and discipline in your life. You see, God desired that we would seek him first, again, above all, all else. You see, a lot of times, even as Christians, as believers of Christ, we tend to run to other human beings before we run to God when a problem arises. We sometimes look and other people not realizing in our little finite mind we can only think so far go to the one that knows you the one that has all the answers to every problem that we may face on this earth you see when we learn to put God first we will find that our lives Will make more, more sense, and we will be more at ease if we allow God to direct our, our steps. Put in first thing first. What does, what does your faith means to you? Bible says in Hebrews 11 one. And now faith is the substance of things hoped for, the evidence of things not seen. Hebrew 11 it says, but without faith, it is impossible to please God. And them that come to God must believe that he is who He say he is. And he is a reward of them that diligently seek. For example, for many people, faith, It is a comfort here, for an example, in a time of crisis, such as facing the death of a loved one or a friend. Their faith sustains them. For some people, their faith is tradition, and it ties them back to their roots. Another example for some people, faith, is their own fire insurance policy. which they think will keep them out of the place called hell. Symbolically, we need the Lord. We need him 24-7 every day of our lives. As long as we got gruff in our backs, we need God. We need Jesus. We need the Holy Spirit because all three agree as one. And also for others, faith is a nice activity to round out our own interests. Believers so of Christ, your faith is meant to be carried out in the content content of relationship first with God and then with other believers. In other words, we are to associate ourselves in a local church, praying as hey, God leading lead and guide you to Bible believing. To a assembly, where the man of God and the woman of God is preaching the word of God without compromise, without trying to, uh, look, without trying to to bring it to a place to try to change the culture that we are living in. Just preaching the word exactly how it is according to the manuscript, according to the word of God, is biblical instruction before leaving earth. This is the main context, context in which we pursue God's purpose for our lives, our worship, our fellowship, our discipline, discipleship, in our service as unto the Lord. Yes,
1: the Bible says
3: "But well, not to forsake the things of ourselves together, as some of them some have already done. But for us to exhort and encourage one another, especially in these times that we are living in, just to bear the infirmities of the weak, weaker ones. Hallelujah. Yes, we live in an unpredictable, unstable, shaky economy on this Mm -hmm. earth. It is vitally important to put first things first because the only thing that belongs in first place in a believer of Christ's life is God's kingdom In this righteousness. You see, when we as children of God recognize God's ability, we can be confident that God knows what we need
4: and that He will
3: take care of us. So, people of God, to some people, our confidence in God may seem as wishful thinking foolish and unrealistic. But we as believers of Christ know that our confidence in God's ability is based on our faith. That is that is that is that is, that is anything but foolishness. In fact, it would be foolish to put out confidence in anything else. So our faith has to be in God. The God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob.
1: The great I am, the one that has all
3: power in his hands. Making God's kingdom our priority is a must on our part. Here again in the book of Matthew 6, Verse 33, it says, But seek ye first the kingdom of God and his righteousness, and all these things shall be added unto you. Every one of us, as believers of Christ, we need to establish what will be the priority of our lives. Hear Jesus. He let us know in the scripture that I read in Matthew, chapter 6, verse 33, what our priority should be, and that is to seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. See, God's kingdom is his invisible government over each, each one of his children. And over the whole world, one day when Jesus comes back again, God's kingdom is going to be a visible one, a visible government, and it will be completely established. But right now, we, while we're here on Earth, it is actually already begun in the lives of God's people, in each one of us who has become followers of Jesus Christ. You see, God's kingdom is God's work here on earth. His work is being done in our lives. And as others look upon us and there, in the lives of people all around us. That's why it's so important not to give in and not to give up because the God that we serve is awesome. He's an awesome God. So remember Jesus' teaching that says, Blessed are the pure in spirit, the poor in spirit for theirs is the kingdom. Of heaven. Put God first, and you'll never be last. Righteousness means innocent, having a right relationship with God, having a relationship that is undamaged by sin or disobedience. Remember that Jesus taught us that unless our righteousness is greater than the Pharisees, the Sadducees one that one then one that is greater than we could, one that is greater than the Pharisees the Sadducees and all those seeds, if not, we could not enter into the kingdom of heaven, so Jesus talks about a higher standard of righteousness, not for us. Not, not for us as followers of his, but for, for us as followers of his, our highest standard of righteousness for us as followers of his. So we must be careful. We must be careful that in order to follow God's instruction in an eternal outward Conformity, but to also do it in our innermost thoughts, feelings, and attitude. To a believer of Christ, our pursuit of God's kingdom and his righteousness must be first place in our lives. Children of God, instead of us that are still chasing out the financial security. My advice to you tonight is to chase after God's kingdom and God's righteousness and let God take care of what you need. People of God, when you set your priority on God's kingdom and God's righteousness, it'll change the course of your life. So listen, child of God, don't worry about your future. Put it in God's hands. As believers in of Christ, we need not to be distracted by our daily needs, but to keep our focus on God, on the kingdom of God, and on his righteousness. Sometimes people worry about the future so much that it paralyzes them from taking steps of faith because they want to see how it is going to work out before they are willing to trust God to work all things out. Unfortunately, brothers and sisters in Christ, God does not usually work that way. He frequently and oftenly calls us To step out in faith with assurance, knowing, except that he has promised to provide, knowing that he has promised to provide. So we are God's children. As long as we are doing what is right, we should do whatever we can, can do to plan and to prepare and to work for God and his kingdom. So put God first, and you'll never be last. We just hope and pray that was something that was said here tonight that have really brought you to your attention of realizing how important it is to put God first. And if you do that, you will never be last. God bless you. God keep you. It's
1: our prayer. Amen. 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 We pray that you heard something that you can apply to your life and share with your friends and family. Please share this number, 347-826-9424 with your family and friends and have them join us as well as yourselves every Tuesday and every Friday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Time. If you would like to contact Apostle Tebow or myself, you may write to us at P.O. Box 92864 Lafayette, Louisiana 70509. Again, that's P.O. Box 926 I'm sorry, 92864 Lafayette, Louisiana 70509. God has blessings in store for each of you that are obedient to His Word, that follow His Word, and we have the characteristics and heart of Christ. Have a great Tuesday, and be sure and share the number, and join us again, the Lord willing, on Friday evening at 6 p.m. Central Standard Town. God bless. Have a great evening. We love you, and thank you so much for joining us.